0: This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, March the 4th, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Samak, Dalet, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding, the spirit of the Lord, and the spirit of might. We also want to honor Oracle Teresa Bowen here at Gates of Zion. The declaration today reads this, A spiraling path of light leading our way to Koshek the deep darkness of Yahweh, a portal opening for us to walk in this spiraling path, go through dwelling within the awe spark of Yahweh. I had a good com- a good conversation with a friend of mine over the last couple of uh, days, and we've been talking about a couple of different words. It began with dealing with and, and asking about the place of the firmament and what that firmament really means. And the other day, it, it to, it began to move over into a conversation about watcher and watchers. And I believe today's declaration kind of connects in with the two of those. Because, you know, when we look at this place of the spiraling path of light leading our way to Koshek, the deep darkness of Yahweh, you know, most of us who have been, you know, that are that are here know that Koshek is, is not the evil kind of darkness. But those of you that are just beginning to listen, remember that, that there's scripture that talks about how Yahweh himself was hidden in the deep, dark cloud. And so there's a, there's a place of darkness that's really unrevealed light. It's a place where Yahweh has, has if you will, placed a veil over these areas so that it, it requires one who has a heart to go look for it. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out. Now, see, it's a it's a funny thing when I say that word veil. There, I I say it a little bit more tongue in cheek because when Yeshua died on the cross, I believe that everything that Yahweh had veiled had been rent in two, and so there are no longer any veils that remain between Yahweh's Yahweh's uh, heart and what uh, what we what he has what he has given for us. All of those veils have been removed through Yeshua. Matter of fact, Yeshua's words on the cross, last words on the cross, were what? It is finished. It's done. These veils have been completely removed. And I know the question then remains: Well, then, what what veils do do still remain? And the veils that still remain are the veils that we put up. It says that that Yahweh can only operate and be and do a particular way because religion has told us. Or our experiences have told us that God cannot work through a particular way. Most of the time, our experiences, when I say that, it's because other people have told us that's the way it should be. When Yahweh is asking us to tear down those veils, because those veils are veils that we placed up, we are responsible for tearing down those veils. He's not. We placed them up and boxed Yahweh in. That's the, it's, it's just This is another way of saying exactly what we've said For many, many years about boxing Yahweh in by looking at them as veils and tearing down those veils, ripping open those boxes, if you will. But I want to talk a little bit more about the koshek, the deep darkness of Yahweh, because this is the place of the hiddenness, the place where us as sons, Yahweh has given us the right to be able to go into that koshek and then pull from from the hidden treasures that are in there. But when I talk about the word watcher, I want to add another level of that the Hebrew word for watcher is the Hebrew word nazeir nazer is a is is an awesome letter because it's got three letters that really resonate heavily with me especially right now nun zadi and Resh nun talks about the son the king the heir and the priest it's one who who, as as a child, may be under tutors and governors, as the scripture says, as he, as he begins to grow, even though he's Lord over all, there's a, there's tutors and governors that help him to grow, and to become, or her to grow, to become the the king that they need to be, and then at the time that is appointed by the father, then they're able to be put into place and then rule in that place, because they have become mature. If you will, it's that place of the nun final or the nun so Now this word doesn't have a nun so in it, but nun Sofit or nun final is the, is the other version of nun. And there's only one definition. You guys have heard me say this a good bit. There's only one definition for nun final that Yahweh has ever given me till we all come to the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ. So if you will, nun being the son, king, heir, and the priest, and then nun final being that place of the maturity that I was just talking about. Zadi. Zadi is a righteous son, a righteous one. There's two different ways that Yahweh has has shown me how to look at that particular letter. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, look it up on on Google or any number of other places where you can see the living letter Zadi, and you'll be able to, to get a visual of what I'm talking about. But Zadi to, is, is really speaks about a journey, and it speaks about a journey of righteousness. One who has, has, has applied the blood of Yeshua over their hearts, and they're operating in the fullness of righteousness in every step. The, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. So you see, that, that scripture right there really is a great representation of Zadi, when I look at Zadi, I've I've seen two different ways that I can see Zoddy. One of them is as a man kneeling and praying up towards heaven with his face looking towards heaven. And those of you that are looking at this now on Google or wherever, then you know what I'm talking about. You can see this, the picture of of one kneeling on his knees and with his hands raised towards heaven. Then one day Yahweh showed me something a little bit different. And he showed me this place actually by taking me into the secret place. And I didn't realize he was showing me Zadi until a few days later. But as we were in the secret place, Yahweh and I were walking side by side, and he stopped, and I stopped with him. And he had it, he put his hand on the back, on my back, right about the place where my heart would be. And I, I thought maybe he was just, just putting his arms around me just as a way of saying, I love you, son. I love you, Daniel. But instead, his hand went into my back and started to head towards my heart. And it confused me a little bit because I thought, "Oh my goodness, sir. Yahweh, are you going to remove a heart of stone?" I didn't even realize I had a heart of stone. I kept my mouth quiet, but I really began to to wonder what Yahweh, what Yahweh was doing and I thought maybe there maybe there was a heart of stone even though even though I didn't think there was. Anyway, you get the point. He continues into uh, my heart. He grabs a hold of my heart and he begins to pull. And when he pulls, there's a little thread that remains behind inside of my heart. So once again, I thought, Yahweh, are you showing me a root that needs to be cut? Is that what this is all about? But Yahweh remained silent. He continued. And as he did, he pulled it outside of my back. And when he did, he let go. And as it did, it popped open to the only way that I could describe it is as a backpack. And instead of the backpack having any, any shoulder straps or anything like that, something that I was going to have to be a weight on my shoulders. This particular backpack didn't have shoulder straps. As a matter of fact, that, that, that section that I was talking about that was remaining uh, attached to my heart was really more of a foundation. And that foundation held that backpack in place without any overdue or undue pressure on my back. In other words, it was like, it was like Yahweh was giving me something without without saying that I'd have to have the, the, the pressure or the responsibility of it because this was something that he was giving. And so when I looked back and I saw that it was a backpack, I, I looked at Yahweh and I said, Yahweh, what is this? And he looked at me and he said this, he said, everything that you are, everything that you've ever hoped to be, every promise that I've ever given you, every word that I've ever spoken over you, everything that you've ever believed you would accomplish and more has always been inside of you. You now have access. All you have to do is exactly what you have to do when you're in the treasury rooms of heaven. So it was almost as if I now had a backpack of the treasury rooms of heaven on my back. And any time that I would need to, to have access to those things, all I would have to do is one, ask permission, And two, make the choice to do something with it. And so I was, it it, it absolutely blew me away. And then a few days later, it hit me. Because if you turn the Zadi around and you look at the other side, look at it from the perspective of one who's going on a journey and they're facing towards Resh, there's a backpack coming out of the back. And I was, it made sense because now I was realizing that this is the place that Yahweh has given. This was the portal that Yahweh was opening for me to walk on this spiraling path. He was giving me everything that I needed to be able to go through and walk in this awe spark of creation. Walk in the fullness of Him. Let's go today walking in the fullness of Almighty Yahweh.